0: Clothing and products for this recording is provided by Proper Right to the Core Walther Arms Giving you the most powerful deal on the planet Venture Gear Tactical Whatever your mission, they protect your eyes and ears The Gun Cleaners Increased safety, improved accuracy, and firearm longevity Primary Arms Be on target. What's up, good people? Thank you for taking the time and listening to another episode of the M-W Tactical Podcast. Please go visit the M-W Tactical store at www.m-wtactical.com forward slash store and help support our efforts by purchasing a shirt or two. If you're a listener to the Black Man with the Gun podcast, there is merchandise there also for your purchase. Go follow us on Instagram and Facebook. Do a search for M-W Tactical. So, breaking off into the show, this is going to be our final episode for Season 1. If you want to hear more from me, please check out the Black Man with the Gun podcast, where I do various appearances with the co-hosting role with Kim Blanchard. So, go check them out. Go to blackmanwiththegun.com and listen to current shows and past shows play catch-up. You know, so it's a great show. For those who follow me, you do know that I set a personal goal of obtaining an A-class rating in the USPSA competition shooting. This is the reason why we're putting um, season one on hold, and we're going to slow down on podcast reviews, I mean on product reviews, and focus more on the shooting aspect. Right now, I'm a C-class shooter. Um, I've been a C-class shooter since October of last year. I believe I should have been raised higher, but you know, due to me not competing the way I should have been competing as far as hits on target, uh, slowed me down. So right now, I'm on that focus to meet my goal to become an A-class shooter by the end of the year. So I'm gonna take this time, I'm gonna push forward And achieve that goal. So, I need everybody to support me. You know, go follow me on Instagram, Facebook. When I post stuff, give me those encouraging words. Um, If you want to, you can come out here to South Carolina. You can train with me, push me to be a part of the goal um, by the end of the year. If you want to come out here and train with me, you know, whether it be jujitsu, regular exercise, or just shooting, and help me get to that goal please email me at info at m-wtactical.com or give me a call at 803-250-1256. And let's make it happen. Come out here for a weekend. Come out here for a day or two. Matter of fact, come out here for a month. Let's do this. Help me get there. I need the push. I love the motivation. I want that energy. Let's make it happen. So go ahead and email me or call me. Email me at info at m dash W tactical.com or call eight zero three two five zero one two five six of fact when I go shoot a competition you could be my corner person yelling at me what to do push myself get better however you want to do it but come on out here on with me and let's get some training in I'm challenging everyone to get more active in their communities and by getting active in your communities this is how change will come Everybody wants change, but nobody is putting in the work. In order for the change to happen, everybody has to put in some form of work. So what does it take to get active? First part is you got to be a registered voter. If you are not a registered voter, you're wrong. Go ahead, get yourself registered. And by all means, when these elections come up, start off at the local level and vote, because change will happen once you start pushing it from the bottom, and then it filters its way up to the top. If you start at the top, it's not going to filter its way down. So please, I challenge everyone to get active in your community some way or another to make change happen. A few weeks ago, I was invited out to the 2019 Virginia Beach Fraternal Order of Police 24th Annual Shooting Competition. That is a long name, but it was a great shooting competition. My invite did not allow me to be an active shooter in the competition, but I was given the opportunity to shoot the course of fire and see where I placed amongst the other competitors. But overall, it was fun. Um, The only reason why I wasn't allowed to shoot in this competition was because I do not have a law enforcement background. My military background was not enough to suffice for me to enter this competition. But, again, they let me shoot it. I had fun. I got video of it. Um, There was a few mishaps. And I'm going to put it all on Facebook and Instagram over the next few weeks. So if you haven't done so, just go follow me on Instagram and Facebook um, at M-W Tactical and look forward to these videos that are coming out. The event was well put together by Tom Cochran, an instructor out at Academy Training Facility out of Moyoc, North Carolina, and Sean Johnson, who is a master police officer in the Virginia Beach area. Um, this event turned out to be very well put together, as we already said, and the prize table was one that had me in awe. There was some, um, some top-notch prizes out there that was given away to these competitors, so if you're in law enforcement or, or do something within the law enforcement community, you need to reach out to these guys out at Academy out in Moyoc, North Carolina, and try to participate in next year's competition. It is something that was well put together and it was very challenging but at the same time, in my personal opinion, it was it was pretty much fun. You can... Um, catch up on these follow-up videos, as I said before, on the M-W Tactical YouTube channel and on the M-W Tactical Facebook page and Instagram page as well. For the M-W Tactical YouTube channel, you have to give me a few weeks because I'm playing catch up and I'm still doing a lot of in and out travel. So um, give me a moment and that video will be put together in a few weeks along with another couple of the videos that I'm still working on as well. So let's go ahead and move to some word on the street. We were invited to be on the Building Better Communities Roundtable discussion here in Columbia, South Carolina on 16 May. If you're in the area, please come out, join the conversation, shake my hand. Let's hold a conversation, take a picture, whatever the case may be. But please come to this event. The flyer will be posted on both the M-W Tactical Facebook and Instagram page for location, dates, and times. If you haven't done so, please, please, please go register to vote and exercise your right to vote. Everybody's vote counts. Do not think your vote doesn't matter. Please go register to vote and exercise your right to vote when it's time to vote wrap it up, don't forget, we at M-W Tactical give a free basic handgun class once a month that is open to the public to get everyone the understanding of firearm safety and firearm manipulation. The next class that will be given on behalf of M-W Tactical is going to take place on May 18th, and that's a CWP class. So if you're looking to get your concealed weapons permit, please email us at info at m-wtactical.com to reserve your spot today. Or give us a call at 803-250-1256, leave a voice message and state that, you know, your contact information so we can contact you back and state that you want to reserve your seat for the May 18th class. If you're in the area of Columbia, South Carolina, please, on June 1st, we are giving another free basic handgun class another free basic handgun class. So again, please email us at info at mw or give us a call at 803-250-1256 and reserve your seat in that class for that day of June 1st. Now, the feature presentation. The feature presentation is brought to you by 13th Legion Defense. 13th Legion Defense com what's up everyone welcome to the m-w tactical channel my name is michael woodland and today we're going to have a conversation with one of the youngest Ffl license dealers in illinois All right, good people. We are back at it again. And I have somebody I met when I was in Indiana. And I think this person is going to have a very, very interesting story to tell. When I first met him and the way he was introduced to me, I was more like, I don't even want to talk to you right now. I want to save it for an interview if you're open for it. He obliged and said, yes, he was up for it. So we have him here today. This young man, I'm gonna let him introduce himself, but the only thing I'm gonna say is, he is the youngest FFL in Illinois and he's black. So that enough should tell you that this is gonna be an interesting story. Michael, go ahead and introduce yourself and tell us how you're doing.
1: How you guys doing? I'm Michael Waller, senior. Uh, I'm the owner of MJ's Firearms. Uh, I'm an FFL dealer here in Illinois. I was the first African-American under the age of 25 to obtain an FFL license. Also the first employee for the first African-American main, AR-15 manufacturer company in the United States. So, yeah, and yeah, business has been great. I appreciate you, Michael, um, giving me the opportunity just to just even, you know, talk on <laughs> your show. It's just it's humbling, you know. I definitely appreciate that. And it was very nice meeting you too in Indiana.
0: Oh, yeah. It was a pleasure meeting you. And, um, like I said, when it was introduced to me, I was like, yo, I need to talk to this guy. <laughs> right. And then when they brought you over to me, that, that's when I told you that, like, yo, I don't even want to know your story, your background, or anything. I want you to save it because I want it to be genuine. And I don't want anything or anyone to think that anything was scripted, you know? Sure. Yeah. So now, um, Starting it off from the beginning of your journey of getting your FFL, what prompted you to go that route?
1: Well, I always wanted to own my own business. When I started working in the firearm industry when I was 18 years old. I started off as an armor and I was working for the, manu- the uh, AR-15 manufacturer company called Civilian Force Arms. And I was their lead armor there. I was their first employee also. And, that the moment I started there, I knew even at a young age, I knew I wanted to have my own business, I wanted to be my own boss, I wanted to have you know my own shop. And through that time period, I took the time to learn and get familiar with the firearms and get familiar, learn how they work first, learn the safe everything and learn how the business in the industry works. So I just took the time just being, you know, just a new guy on the block, not a young kid. Nobody really wanted to, you know, give me the chance at first, but when I got hired by that company at just such a young age, I just took the time and, you know, learned the industry. Those four years I've been a shot show. I've been on all these different shows, met a lot of people, some of the you know most famous people in the gun industry. And just I was to go ahead and go through after four and a half years the uh, company kind of took a, a backwards turn and I figured that was probably my opportunity now to go on and start my own business and get my own FFL. so I started the process the process about six months and yeah that's kind of where I'm at now as far as in-
0: okay so let me ask you this one then so you said You started as an armor at the age of 18. Yeah. Now, what prompted you to say, okay, I want to get into firearms at such a young age? Because when I turned 18, you know, I was more like basketball and then I went into the military. So how did that come into play with you? Because obviously you're starting your own business. That already tells me like your household, your mom, your dad, or somebody drove you to be independent like that. But what gave you that spark to say, OK, I want to be an armor, but then you turned around and made it a business? Well, how
1: I got started, kind of, I was in college and I, I wanted to play basketball. I was a huge basketball, you know, player, and I loved it to death. But you met me. I ain't that tall. <laughs> Six <laughs> foot tall. So that didn't, that didn't last that long. Uh, I was in college. Uh, I was, was at Ubuntu Community College out here in Illinois. And I had ended up finding out from my girlfriend that she was pregnant. And I had my son, which is MJ. That's how I came up with the company name, MJ's Firearms, named after my son. I did, um, at, in college, and you know, I realized, you know, that, you know, hey, I got to provide for my son. I got to be there for him. You know, it's not paying the bills right now. It's not, I'm not. I can't. I can't really provide for him if I'm spending full time at school. So I ended up dropping out of college, and then I went into uh, started gunsmithing school. It's a company called AGI. It's a home, home, you know, kind of study school, and it teaches you about you know firearms safety and you know gunsmithing, and ended up getting certified in building AR-15s, and found out. Um, from a guy. I went to a gun shop out in Plano, Illinois, and I bought my first rifle. I was only 18 years old, just got my FOI card in Illinois. We gotta have what you call a FOI card. It's crappy, <laughs> but we gotta have a FOI card here, FOID card, and went and got my FOI card first, and then I went to the gun store and got uh, bought an AR-15. Come to find out, this AR-15 was built by a local gunsmith um, who ended up starting the company, uh, Civilian Force Arms. And that was his first gun he actually built for a gun store. And that's kind of how we got connected. And he ended up starting a uh, manufacturing company, which ended up becoming the first African-American AR-15 manufacturing company in the United States. And yeah.
0: Oh, wow. Okay, so now um, we got your interest. We know your reason, your drive. You started your company. Um, Now, let's talk about the process of all the red tape and the challenges you had to face to get your f f l because <sighs> in Illinois, I already know it's got to be a lot of backdrops that stopped you along the way
1: man you I, where to start
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: I, it, it's typically i mean the the time is should be about three to six months. Mm-hmm. mine was definitely six it, it went to full length. I was, I applied when I was 23 and ended up getting it when I was 24. And, you know, I had it for a little bit less than a year now. And just the, I mean, the process of going through that, a lot of people wouldn't even think, you know, you gotta, you gotta go through your local police, uh, uh sheriff's department or, you know, local PD. So here being in Richmond Park, Illinois, I had to go, I had to contact the Richmond Park police department before sending off my application to the ATF and I had to contact the local zoning and I had to make sure I wasn't a certain, you know, I had to be a certain distance from a school, a lot of stuff, man, you wouldn't be surprised and just the, the, the background check is so it's like an FBI background check you gotta go through, I have to have FBI you know, fingerprint cards, photo IDs, have to send an application to the ATF They have to review me three months later after they do a really extensive background check on me. I ended up having a meeting with the ATF, which, you know, anybody who has a federal firearm license in this country, though, that's the process. You actually have to have a meeting by the ATF and they have to come either to your just to your business address, no matter what it is, if it's a a warehouse, a, a storefront, your home, wherever you decide. You actually still everybody has to go through the exact same process, and it was definitely it was a long and very irritating process. But it was worth it. I mean, I love it. At the end of the day, this is something I'm passionate about, something I love to do. uh I wouldn't change it for the world. It's, it's been, it's been <laughs> great. I met a lot of great people, you know, such as yourself and other people in the, uh, the industry that I have a lot of respect for. And that's wow.
0: All right. So now, um, from what I understand, if you actually get your FFL, they can pop up on you at any given time and say, "Hey, let me see your books." Have has that happened to you as of yet?
1: Not yet. They, yeah, and you you are right. At any given, they can come right now while we're doing this interview if they really wanted to. Uh, but as of right now, I have not had ATF uh, audit me. Right. Yeah, we have to keep um what you call an A and D books records, acquisition and disposition records, uh, just when we when we acquired the gun and when the gun left, you know, who we sold it to, first who we got it from, the date, and you know, and then who we sold it to. So and that goes for any state of Illinois or anywhere in the United States, if you have an FL, it's, it's all kind of the same. It's, it's a little little difference here, but not much. But it's kind of pretty much the same as far as the A and D books go.
0: Gotcha. Now, um, let's move to your local area. Now, um, do you actually have a storefront, or is your FFL just mainly an online business?
1: My, my FFL is just an online business right now. Next year, uh, I will be having uh, opening up a store. May, um, I'm more so looking at an industrial building. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think store space is kind of. I'm not really into that. I been a lot of in Illinois and Chicago in this area. In general, it's been a lot of break-ins. So a storefront, kind of like I look at it, I look at it as a target, kind of how people can just, you know, easily just rob your business. I was looking more so for like a industrial building, but I'm actually a home-based and I uh, have an online store, so that's kind of where I'm at right now. I was taking a year just to get familiar with, you know, this whole process, filling out 4473 forms, and you know, you know. A&D books, getting everything in order, just learning, you know, you know, Mm -hmm. how this stuff works before just jumping into something that I'm completely new in. I don't have any business partners. It's just me and this and this in this industry here and this type of business is, uh, you know, it's the most regulated business in the country.
0: Oh, yeah. 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 So, um. Now I actually observed you giving a lesson on the 4473. It was um at a little cookout after the convention, one of those days, Saturday, Friday or Saturday, whichever day it was, and you was actually breaking it down. And the way you broke it down, it opened up a lot of people's mind. Three people that was around you, and they specifically stated they didn't know that. So um. Is there anything you want to say far as like the journey you took with the process of getting your FFL and then just the additional reading and everything you came across that you discovered like, wow, I'm surprised how many people don't know this?
1: Well, it's it's tough because laws change. The 4473 form changes, all those forms, 310, they all change. And if you're doing NFA items, oh, God bless you. You know, things change, man. It's, you know, you gotta, you have to stay up to date on those type of things. You have to, because if you don't, you can literally, you can lose your license over something very small. And I took a lot of time, like, you know, I'm still now, I'm still learning. I took a lot of time, you know, researching and even, you know, looking things up, going to, you know, local FFL, uh, you know, dealer meetups and, you know, just doing small stuff that people wouldn't even think about. You know, going to these, you know, these events and actually talking to ATF agents and things like that. And I actually, luckily, I actually have a family member who works with ATF. So I get a lot of insight and I can actually, you know, talk to them and they can let me know the right, you know, the right way to do it in the wrong way. So I, I, I try to pay attention to the small things because with me being who I am, being, a, you know, and I don't like the race card out there being an African-American male and being a young African-American male. I know it's a, I know it's a red dot on me, you know? So I have to make sure all of my stuff is completely together. I can't have any mistakes. Oh, I forgot to do this. Got to put this on a form. Everything has to be squeaky clean. It has to be done exactly right. So I'm just trying my best.
0: <laughs> I got you on that one. Now, um, I went to your website, um, MJSfirearms.com, mm-hmm. and I didn't see any Walters on there, man. You got something against Walters?
1: I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I forgot. I forgot who you are. I forgot your name. <laughs> shooter in the I know. I know. I'm a, I love Walters though. I love Walters. I love them. I have I have well, I have two now that are that they're that's in my books right now. That I'm uh but a bunch of customers, they love them. I mean, I have two now in stock but i really i i don't own i don't own any myself but i know they're great guns i probably gonna get one since i'm talking to you now (laughs) i'll go ahead and do it for you
0: hey i appreciate that i appreciate that i'm just i'm just giving you a hard time on that (laughs) one (laughs) Um,
1: the the ppk the old school i love man like Mm. that's that kind of what it's called they're quality guns you can't you can't i mean the walter's great oh yeah
0: So, um, like I said, now you said you're the only one that's doing everything with your business. So obviously you're handling the books, you're processing orders. Mm -hmm. Now, did you actually put your website together?
1: No, I didn't put my website together. That's actually uh, ran by a company called Gearfire.
0: Okay. Gotcha. Cause I'm about to say, man, when are you sleeping if (laughs) you're doing everything like that? I
1: had, I had, I had to, uh. It's. I'm up late nights dude I don't my, I, can't, I can't get no rest it seems like you know I'm always up just researching and just constantly my girlfriend she'd get on me go to sleep you know because she she'll hear me on either some website or you know looking up you know information about the ATF or you know like just things I can just constantly keep learning whenever I'm just always trying to find out more information I don't want to be the guy who did not know something. I understand I don't know everything, but I just try to get as much information as possible so I don't run into any mistakes.
0: Oh trust uh, me. I, I totally understand where you're coming from and that drive alone is gonna make you more successful in life than you will be able to um understand. Um uh, but I would honestly say just just keep up the good work. And um let that passion drive you and stay on top of it as you're doing right now.
1: Yeah, definitely. Well, I appreciate it, man. I, I, I know you you've been in the industry for a while, and you know, hearing that you know, that type of statement come from somebody like you, I definitely appreciate it.
0: Hey, and no problem.
1: I, are you gonna be at KD's event?
0: Um, that's the plan. As of right now, that's the plan.
1: Bring one of those Waffles. I, I gotta see you shoot.
0: I got <laughs> And that's the thing. Every time I go to an event, that's the one request everybody always says is, hey, we're going to shoot up a stage. We're going to set up a stage and we want to see you shoot it. Okay, cool.
1: (laughs) Come down there. I'm going to be there. Come.
0: Hey, we're going to make that happen. We're going to make that happen. Now, um, let me ask you this one. Um, Outside of dealing with the ATF, the background checks and all the questions that they hit you with, Um, What was the toughest challenge between the start and now outside of ATF that you found um, difficult?
1: So many, Uh, I will say, i have to say dealing with customers in high crime areas, because that is kind of where I'm from Chicago, Morgan Park to be exactly the South side of Chicago. I've, I, I know the area, I know how hard it is, and I understand a lot of, you know, African Americans who do live in that area are not educated on guns. And when they go through the process of even getting their FOIA card, trying to me trying to get them into buying a gun and try to, you know, get the right gun for them and even just dealing with them and just trying to get to them or them to get to me. It's tough because some of those areas are really bad. They're flooded with gangs and you know, just violence. It's just it's, it's it's tough, man. I I've been to some of the toughest areas in Chicago, trying. You know, you know, I have sold guns to people that live in the the worst parts, just so they can have the means to protect themselves. I mean, everybody has that right, you know. Second Amendment, you know, is there for you know all of us, you know, not just you know. Blacks, I mean, not just for whites, Blacks, everybody, you know, that's kind of where I, you know, I, you know, push my company, you know, my business on, you know, our firearms united as one, you know, that's my, you know, my slogan. That's what I push, you know, because it's, you know, all of us, Blacks, whites, everybody, all, no matter your your religion, anything, you know, I strive on just that, you know, just pushing and, you know, letting people know that, hey, you have that right and we can own these guns, no matter where you live. If you can legally own a gun and you can pass a background check for me, I can sell
0: you a gun. Mm -hmm. That's it right there. So um, tell the good people how they can find you, where all they can find you, and the best time to get in touch with you.
1: Oh, well, first, Facebook, uh, MJ's Firearms, LLC. Uh, You can find me on Facebook. I have a Facebook business page, Instagram, MJ's Firearms, 33. Uh, Snapchat Mike 33 underscore 33, excuse me, and my website, mjsfirearms.com, all lowercase letters. So, up in time, Monday through Friday, you can pretty much from five, from nine to five, I'm um, pretty much call me. My number is listed on all that, my email, everything. It's good to go.
0: Hey, that's it right there. Once again, this is Michael, the youngest FFL in the state of Illinois making history, and making a change. If anything, go check out his website, mjsfirearms.com, and look at what he has to offer, and hopefully you can do business with him. Once again, I want to thank you, Michael, for um, coming on, and I'm looking forward to actually chatting with you again in the near future.
1: All right. I, uh, def- I appreciate it from you, Mike. It's definitely give me this opportunity to even speak on your show. It's, you know, it's great, so... I, I hopefully I'll see you down there
0: at uh, Katie's event. You can school me. <laughs> that is it. <laughs> for those who are looking to contact me, visit m-wtactical.com, but make sure you go to our Instagram and Facebook and search for m-wtactical to find our page so you can follow us there. If you decide to give me a call at 803-250-1256 and I do not answer, please leave a voicemail or a text message, and I promise I will get back to you. Until next time, keep shooting, keep practicing, and have fun.